What's up, guys? It's Stavo. This is Don't Dream Envision, a podcast for those who are trying to figure it out. And by it, I mean life. My guest this week is Cordell Taylor. He also goes by Coach Cordell. He is a life coach. He lives out in California. He is from the Waterloo area, which is where I'm from as well. We both went to the same high school, graduated in different years. In this episode, we talk about his vision, about how he came to life coaching, the experiences that he had with his family, with his mom, his siblings. Really inspiring story. He has a lot to offer, a great story to share, a big vision. He was awesome to have on the show. Very, very motivating guy. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you very much. What's up, man? What's up, man? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Can you hear me good? I hear you just fine. Okay, cool, cool, man. How's the, how's the weather out there? Hey, bro, it's like 67, 67, oh 68, bro. You know, let, let me see what it is here right now. Hold on a second. <laughs> it's like 30 out here. It's raining, man. It's cold. It's snowy. Oh, man. I remember them days, bro. I remember them days, man. It's paradise, though. Why would you ever leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I had enough man. of it, bro. How's your day going? Hey, it's pretty good, man. My day literally just. Cause I work nights, so uh, I get up about ten o'clock, ten thirty. So that's when my day starts. So I'm opposite of everybody else now. You work third shift? Yeah, yeah. Where you work at? Uh, for JB Hunt. JB Hunt. That sounds really familiar. Remind me what it's that a is. Trucking company. That's right. Okay. Yep, yep. So I do transportation. Easy, How long have you been doing that? Oh uh, man, I've been doing it for. Uh, see, I always had my license. I had my license for about ten years, actually. Wow! So when I got out of uh, when I got out of college, uh, my homie was like, "Hey, man, you need to come get your class eight. Yeah. It's easy money, quick." So I was like, "All right, let me get that." So I was, yeah, I've been driving, bro, for a while, man. Yeah, and you're doing yeah. your stuff on the side right now, right? Yeah, I'm doing my coaching on the side, and then uh, youth motivation and speaking on the side. So I'm trying to end up. Trans, you know, saying getting that to be my full time job, right. so I can just let the truck and go. Right, right, oh, yeah. yeah. So what we'll do is this. Then I mean, I won't ask you too many details right now. Um, if you've mm -hmm. heard the show before, I always just go with you know what, what's the vision, kind of like your your big picture, picture what you're aiming at, you know. Um, and like okay. once you share that, then you can share with me like it's the coaching that you're doing and other areas that are gonna like helping you advance that vision, and then we just kind of get yeah. in there. You know what I mean? So that does that yeah. work? For you? Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay. Well, then why don't we just start with the vision? Tell me what so that my, my My vision, bro, what my vision looked like as uh, as a whole where I'm, I'm thinking bigger than, uh, how can I say it, next month or next year, right? I'm thinking bigger than that. So I'm thinking, of, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about leaving that legacy where when I leave here, I still live on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, that's my biggest vision where uh, especially with the youth, man. There's something about the me being with the youth is uh, it's like I gravitate them to to them more, cause like I used to be in that in that area where uh, you know you don't know where to go. You know what I'm saying? So, and I've been coaching youth football for I don't know how long, bro, for for a long time since I was in high school. I always coach youth football, and then. To this day, the kids, like, I'm 33 now, and the kids that I coach, they always, like, I had a kid from Iowa, bro, 
that I coached when he was in middle school mm -hmm. at, at Pete. He's up here in the military now in San Diego. He drove all the way to where I live at to come see me, bro. Mm -hmm. Like that, that, that just shows right there, like how, how much of an impact I put on these kids. Yeah. So that, that right there. But my biggest vision is living that legacy, bro, where when I leave, my kids will be like, oh, that's your dad? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're good. Come on in here. Come on in here. That's what I'm, that's my vision, bro. And, what age, uh, age group or youth are you talking about? So, right, uh, that's the crazy question that you asked me because I just literally uh, got into uh, speaking school. So it's called Youth Speaker University. Okay. And uh, you try to you find out uh, your target audience. And my target audience is middle school to high school. Okay. And the reason I picked that because that's, a, that's the area where you're still trying to find yourself, right? You're still trying to be like, all right, I want to be with this group. Oh, I want to be this cool kid. Like you're, you're trying to find yourself. And, but what I'm getting out to, uh, like my message is going to be like, it's okay to be you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that'd be my message for the high school and middle school kids. And yeah. that's the one that I, I really grab it. I was going to think, I was thinking about doing elementary, mm -hmm. but they asked this question on, in the university was like, uh, pick a person that's personal to you in your life. And, and that's who you talking to. So when you speak, that who you would be talking to, right? Yeah. And it was like this kid popped up that I used to uh, see, be in Iowa with, bro. Like I used to, he my next door neighbor, and the information I just got about him was like, like he's he's going to prison, you know, for two years, federal prison. And I was like, dude, I had uh, like a a big, I was a big brother to this kid. So if I would have stayed there, like his life would have been on a different path. Yeah. And like he didn't know, like he was the type of kid that didn't know which way, which lane he wanted to go to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that that really that really touched me. So I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm about to hit the middle school because I coach I coach seventh grade football now. Yeah. Uh, for the school, so it's like, all right, these are the kids that gravitate towards me. Like all the kids be like, man, you 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 the best coach ever. You like my big brother because I I speak to them on the, their level. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm like. I'm their big brother. I help try to help them out, you know what I'm saying? Tell them the, you know, different directions that I took as a kid, you yeah. know, showing them other ways, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. I think especially like with that age group, I mean, like, trying to find yourself, that isn't just, like, high school or middle school. I mean, think about it for yourself, like, in college, through everything you do, like, you're always, you're always trying to find right, yourself. Right. And that, that can be, that's like a lifelong process. I think it can happen, like, a little bit sooner than others in the sense of, like, you know, I'm, I'm more comfortable with myself because of the experiences that I had. So I have a better idea of what I want to do. But I think especially yeah, yeah. at high school age, if I think about it like for myself, what people that age need more than anything is examples. And mm -hmm. if they don't have like the right examples, whether that's like at home or through a teacher or through their friends, they're going to find them in the wrong places. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Than anything. So I think like by what you're doing is you're setting an example for them. And that's mm -hmm. what they gravitate towards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. When we were young and I'm like thinking about the examples I had, it usually came in the form of like sports. I played soccer. So it was like these soccer players that I was interested in, what were they doing? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Examples. And, and by doing that, I followed, you know, their path in a sense. And then that helped me find myself as well. So yeah. it's like, especially in high school and middle school, examples is what they need. And that's the thing that you're giving them more than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Examples, bro. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you came, you've, 
You're from Iowa? Or you just lived here? Yeah, yeah. I'm from I'm from Iowa, bro. Like yeah. born and raised, man. I went to West High. I graduated from West High. <laughs> right, Mohawks, man. What year did you graduate? I graduated oh six. Oh six. So I was 2012. So we're six years apart. There's my there's my yeah. cat. You can see him. He, he's always out here by my router because the router is like warm. So he always gets up there and starts sleeping on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got one too. He's somewhere. He's laying there somewhere. Yeah, he yeah. be hiding. But yeah, uh, graduated, right? Yep. I left I left uh in 2006. I left Iowa in 2015, bro, and moved to California. What made you like decide to, I guess first first off one question is where did you go to college and then how come you moved to California? So I went to I went to college at uh, Ellsworth. Okay, yep, yep. Yep, I went to Ellsworth and then uh after that I went to uh I played arena football. So I at the uh I at the Ellsworth I went to I played arena football cuz I took a year off. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, I still like football. So let me go try this arena thing. So I went, I got in Omaha. I played arena football in Omaha. And then uh, after that, it wasn't no money coming in, right? So it wasn't no money coming in. So then that's when I went to trucking. I got into trucking. And then after that, I was just, uh, I came out here in California the first time in 2010. And it was in the Bay Area. And uh, I was with this guy. That's from Iowa. So I came out here with him and we was, uh, cause I was going to school to try to be uh physical therapy. Right. So I wanted to get into, he was working with the Oakland Raiders. So yeah. I got into, I got into that organization and I'm like, okay, I kind of like this. But then it was like, man, this shit expensive out here. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was a super expensive. So I came back to Iowa in 2010. So I came out and I think it was like October and then I came back in December. So that was like, okay. I love California. I'm like, this California dope, bro. Mm-hmm. So, uh, time go on. I have, uh, have my daughters. I got twin daughters. I have my daughters. And then, uh, my wife, she was like, uh, actually my sister, they was like, we're moving to California. <laughs> right. And me and my sister super close. And I was like, Hey, I'm about to go check it out. Well, I might come with you. Bro. So we checked it out. 2015. Came back, came, we all came down here together. So my sister and her family, my family came, we all came down to California, bro. And then ever since then, my then my mom came a year later. So my mom's up here now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it's meant to be, man. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy. That, like when you leave, your mom followed you. Like normally that doesn't happen where like your parent will follow you where you go, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's something special right there. Yeah, it's special, bro, because me, we got a history, bro. So, like, when we get on it, I'll tell you about the whole, you know, background of the history. Sure. But, uh, like, next is my dad. I'm bringing my dad up here, bro. So, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to bring the family up here, man. You still in Waterloo? Huh? Is your dad in Waterloo? Yeah, he's still in Waterloo, yep. Okay. Why isn't he yeah. coming? Because he, he got, like, a lot of uh, medical problems, right? Uh-huh. So, it's, like, more of a, uh, uh, like, his is, he got, he's on dialysis and, Mm. Uh, so we have to, before you can leave, man, you got to get all the doctors and everything together. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just like a, a, a quick, easy step for him. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Tell me about, um, yeah. your relationship with your sister. You just said you're close. Me and mine are, oh. She's, I mean, you share your story first. I'll share mine. <laughs> okay. My story. So, uh, with, with, with mom, my mom, she was on drugs, right? Uh-huh. So my sister was like, she was, she became my mom. You know what I'm saying? We're seven years apart. So she was, she was age of 14. She was already grown, right? Mm-hmm. She was, she was a grown woman. So she was basically raising me. Uh, 
while my mom was going through her situation. So it became, and she had a baby at age 15. So she became a woman very, very quick. You know what I'm saying? So that we always been together. Like we're always together, bro. Like it's no, she would go fight anybody when it come to me. You know what I'm saying? So she's like always been that second mom. Yeah. 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 I mean, me and my sister are also close. I guess a little bit different. Like, so my mom passed away when I was, I was a freshman. And my oh, sister was two years older than me. She's, yeah, so when I was a freshman, she was junior. My mom passed away then. But then, like, my dad was, like, um, he owned a bar at the time, you know, and he was also, like, a big drinker. So, like, I, I didn't see him too often, like, throughout high school. So it was really my, me and my sister kind of at home holding down the fort, you know what I mean? So that's kind of yeah. – we're always around each other. So, I mean, we always talked talked through that, like, the situation with my mom, you know, and stuff with my dad and – like little by little, that brought us, brought us closer together. Because like as I kept going, and as I kept like pursuing soccer, I mean, I had to keep keep moving around left and right here and there. And like, mm. I didn't really have any like media, social media, so I never did that. She was really the only person I talked to. Like every single, I mean, like not a day went by that we didn't text back and forth. You know what I mm. mean? Kind of seeing how I'm doing, catching up and whatnot. And like that was that the same then when I was pursuing it, and the same now. Like, a day doesn't go by that we don't talk, you know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it takes, like, those really difficult, like, situations to bring people together. Like, unfortunately, right. we're together, but, like, I think it doesn't always take the worst to bring out the best, you know, with each other. Fact, it just yeah. takes it takes yeah. work, though, I think, you know what I mean? Like, to yeah. have the conversations, like, with your close friends or family, to be honest with each other and have, like, like meaningful conversations, that's, like, it's difficult because you always worry about, like, what are they going to think? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. can I say this around them? But chances are, yes, you can, because they're probably right. thinking something similar. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. How many sisters yeah. do you have? Or is it just the one? Oh, uh, no, I have uh, one, two, three. I have three sisters, five brothers. Oh, wow. Are you middle? or? Are but you they're like half, though. They're half. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest out of eight. All right. Yeah. I'm the youngest, too. I got, <laughs> I got one full sister. I had two half sisters. One one of them passed away, unfortunately. But I am still the youngest as well. So we got that. In oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So, tell, tell me this, and like, when, whenever, like, again, when I see someone like doing like coaching or like wanting to work with with youth and help and inspire them, that comes from someplace, right? It, it's usually because you went through, through something difficult yourself to kind mm -hmm. of clip, or because of something like you learned along the way that you know can be passed on. Like, like sports, for example, sports teaches you a lot of lessons about yourself about other people, about the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and in, in and of itself, it's something worth passing on to, and you have sports to do that with, you know what I mean? So tell yeah. me, like, obviously what you want to pass on to these kids and where that came from from you. Like, was it like an awful situation that happened? Was it just like a result of pursuing your dreams and certain things working out, certain things not? Or just something that happened, okay. like, personally, you know what I mean? So, so uh, personally, uh, it's crazy that you said uh, when you brought up, like, telling your friends the stories and stuff, like what you've been through. I officially came out with my story uh, last year. So literally I had a, I, it was like a narrator. Like I literally told my story, you know what I'm saying? And it was, uh, people was coming back to like, dude, I did not know you went through that as a kid. But, uh, but for me it was, <clears throat> so I used to watch my mom get abused all the time. Right. And, uh, and I mean, physically abused, just watching like every, every single day. And so one time I had enough and I went down to, uh, called the police 
and told them like, hey, what's going on? So at that moment, that's where everything changed in my life, where they, they cops picked us up and took us to a homeless shelter for, for women and children. So I was there for for a while, right? And I never, my dad and my mom, they've been separated. So I never told my dad, I, this is in Sioux City, Iowa. So my mom lived in Sioux City, Iowa, and uh, my dad stayed in Waterloo. Mm-hmm. But I never told my dad what was going on because I was so super close to my mom, right? So I knew if I told my dad, he was going to come get me. So I, I stayed in the shelter for, man, weeks, bro, weeks, with other kids in uh. And like, you know, when when you're young, people don't realize you, you really start noticing things, right? You start right. noticing uh different situations and and I'm uh I was a very curious kid. So I'm like, okay, uh I'm looking around, and I'm like, man, this is is this life, right? So because it it becomes normal. Like I watch my mom get her ass whooped, so it comes normal all the time. Like I come home, I'm like, I, I'm gonna see my mom with a black eye. You know what I'm saying? So it became normal to me. Uh, that right there when it comes to the youth right when a parent go through such a terrible thing in their life the youth kind of get you kind of get pushed back right because they're focused on that mom or they focus on whoever the person that's going through the situation they really focus on that person but they kind of leave the leave the kids behind a little bit yeah. not knowing we're learning as what we see, you know what I'm saying? Because at, at that time of day, we're, we're still having imagination. We're still processing everything. So like, if this is the norm to me at that age, I say five, six, if that's a norm to me, bro, like when I get up get older, do I post a beat on my woman? You know what I'm saying? Because I see my mom taking it and it's fine with it. And then the next day they loving each other. So right there, that's where it hit me the most where like, okay, I want to focus on a, on the kids where it's broken homes, bro. And just to give them that inspiration, like, all right, our parents brought us in this world, but it's up to us to figure out, you know, what's the next steps. You know what I'm You can't let that be a handicap to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because I, I, I grew up homeless don't mean I have to live my homeless life forever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, that's, that's one of the reasons where the youth stood out to me, me being a coach, where I noticed as a kid, bro, I never let that situation uh, kind of hinder me. Like, I was always a happy-ass kid, bro. Like, you would never know that I went through this shit. Like, to this day, I'm always that person that always want to uplift people. I want to be like, hey, bro, man, I'm trying to motivate you. I motivate people. But until they heard my story, they're like, damn, bro. Now I see where this all coming from. Yeah, because it, it's usually like the positive people, the optimistic ones. Like, yeah. oftentimes they're the ones that have been through the most shit. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. it's like, like you know how bad that stuff hurts, but then you also like, you also you know like three things, I think. You know, one, how bad that shit sucks. Two, you know that um, you probably had some good things in your life as well, and those feel better than, than the shitty ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the third one, most important one, is that no matter what happens to you, it's all about like what, what you're going to do about it going forward. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you can... You, right. you can a couple of things. One, when, when you see that stuff, like as a kid, seeing your mom in that situation, I mean, like you see that all the time, it becomes normal. It's like that shit must be okay. So maybe one day when I have a girlfriend or a wife, it's going to be okay for me to do that same stuff. Right. You know what right. I mean, um, when in reality, that's obviously not the case, but we bring this stuff into the world that we grow up seeing and experiencing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, mm-hmm. with my dad, 
he drank a lot, right? And like he, him and my mom always fought. I mean, every single night, as soon as I heard the truck pull up, I knew what's coming next. So I ran to my room. I'm just fucking sitting there listening. Like, okay, it's going to start in a minute. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. that, like that's normal though. I mean, the truck cup pulls up time for me to go to my room and just wait till like the yelling and, and stuff is done. Crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you, like, you, you, I mean, you develop that fear, whatever the hell you want to call it. You know what I mean? It was like, every time that truck pulled up, I know something's coming. Like right. your dad and mom are at home together. Something's about to go down. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's awful that that's, that, that, that becomes normal. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think it's like, like what you're doing is great because it, it takes somebody to take that situation. Like, look at it. X, Y, and Z happened to me. I still want a good life. I still want to be an example for other people. Right. How do I live my life now? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. My dad drinks a lot. I don't drink at all. I mean, I, I used to, like here and there with my friends in high school, even though like I knew I didn't want to do it because I played soccer. Like, this isn't going to make me any better. But it's like, yeah, you're so impressionable at that age. You're like, these are my, they're my friends. They're all right, man, I'll go too. You know what I mean? And yeah. then I got in big trouble. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? When, when I know I shouldn't be doing this stuff. Yeah. It, we're influenced so easily. You know what I mean? So like right. break that as I got a little bit older and I could like think for myself a little bit more. It's like, this isn't making me any better. Just because my dad did, it doesn't mean I've got to do this stuff too. Like a lot of these kids, I think they have to live up to dad's expectations or their big bro brother or this. And I'm like, no, you don't. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're, you're, you're your, it's okay to be yourself, person. bro. Exactly. Yeah. You're responsible for being your own person. And, and you learn that right. stuff like through your own journey. You can use the other stuff as examples. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that your dad went through or your brothers or sisters and whatnot. But like you are your own person. And at some point, you get to decide that. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I mean, how is it for you like sharing these stories? Because like, you said you just recently shared your story. I'm guessing when you were 32, right? Uh, yep, yep. When I, because I turned 33 in October. Like, so it was, uh, it was before. Was it before then? It was right around that time because yeah. I, I became a certified life coach October 26th on my birthday. Uh -huh. So I became certified. Uh, and I think it was around that time where I started really pushing out my, uh, like, just trying to set up. Like literally setting up everything, what's going, what I'm going, you know what I'm saying? What I'm setting up for that yeah. vision, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, for some, so for people to understand me, they have to first know my story, right. you know what I'm saying? So I got that out there and then I just start building my brand. That's basically what I'm doing, building my brand. Yeah. So you can, uh, like people want to know, I'm like, hey, it's out there, you know what I'm saying? Go, go yeah. check it out on my Facebook or Instagram. It's the whole story. Then you'll understand me. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that the best example you can set, like as a life coach, is is by you speaking about your struggles, right? Right. Speaking about the things that went rough and the things that went well. Would you learn from it? Because obviously, people are going through this stuff also. So that's what life coaches are designed to do—to bring out like the best yeah. people. But to yeah. be the most effective, I mean, you got to be honest with yourself, number one, right? Because if you're gonna like give advice to somebody else and you don't take it. That's yeah. not you. You know what I mean. So, um, right, right. It helps you learn along the way. If I'm going to be able to help somebody else, I got to be able to speak honestly about this stuff too, because then I can trust the advice I give myself to give it to somebody else, because I, I know it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, when when did it click for you? That's like, damn it. First of all, it's okay that I can talk about this stuff. And number two, like th this life coaching thing. This is this is for me. So when it when it clicked for me was uh, in April. So right before the pandemic really hit. Uh, last year. Okay. 2020. Gotcha. So when, when the pandemic hit, right. And that when you, that's when a lot of people sat back and were like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Right. And so I, I sat back and was like, what's, what's next? Like, do I really want to be driving and shit like my rest of my life? Like, I know I, I, I want to help people. Right. And, and 
I have people around my in my circle that constantly was pushing, like, bro, you need to become a life coach, bro. Like my wife was telling me two, three years years ago, like this is this is your passion. This is this is one of the things you're good at. People look up to you. People gravitate towards you, bro. I can go anywhere, and I and I thank God for this this uh this gift that I have because I can literally go anywhere, bro, and become a friend with anybody. I don't care what race it is. I don't just like people gravitate towards me, bro, and, and it's it amazed me. Like, bro, I got tattoos. I'm tatted as fuck, right? And then, but it'd be the older, <laughs> it'd be the older people, older white people that you would never guess would have a come up and just have a complete conversation with, bro. Like they knew me forever. And then when they leave me, they were like, man, that's a, like, I leave that, that impression on people like, man, that's a genuinely got great energy person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, can I, now let me see the gift that God gave me. Let me start getting more knowledge about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I went into life coaching school. So I start searching and seeing, okay, where where can I be? What can I do here? Like not thinking this shit expensive, bro. Like to yeah. to be get become a certified life coach expensive. I didn't know where I was gonna get the money at, but I, I trusted in my gut. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let me do this. You know what I'm saying? I did it. It's a year program. Uh, it was in April. It started in April. It's a year program, but you can get done in six months mm-hmm. if you put the work in. That six months was October 26th of my birthday. I wrote that shit down. I will become a certified life coach October 26th. Now. Yes. Shit you not, I was in Cabo. Like, I went to Cabo this last year. I went to Cabo on my birthday and looked at the thing. It's like, uh, you officially certified life and health coach. Right? Cert- certified. I'm like, man, I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? So now let me really go. Now, I'm, I'm like... I'm going now, bro. <laughs> I feel very confident in uh, the people I coach. Like uh, during the program, you have five practice clients, right? And I literally got pr- practice clients quick as hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And literally took them through a 90 day period of just transformation, bro. Yeah. And the and the shit I was giving them and the shit I was learning as I go to because you're going through the same transformation as you coach. So when I coach you. I'm learning more stuff. You know yep. what I'm saying? So it's like we're both going on this journey together and every single one of them had a, a fantastic transformation in the 90 days, bro. And I'm like, this is this is for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So 100%. That's, that's great, man. It's it's a good like feeling knowing like you're on that right track. Like that's, that's what yeah. we're for. You know what I mean? Um, right. Am I making the right choice? Is this the right move? Because there's, there's so much noise. There's so much going on like in our lives. It's like, Sometimes it's like we wish that like that right path for us is like just a like clear and they're just this is all you got to do to get there. Um, but life is just not like that, right? And so like the way I do it for myself, and I'm 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 gonna, I'm, I'm gonna bet you do this too. It's like whatever's like in your heart, that's the truth. Yeah, this is what makes it foggy. You know what I mean? Yeah, your your, yeah. your head is what makes things foggy. In your heart, you know what you really like, kind of want to do, what you should do, right. what you're gravitating towards. Is this one that makes things cloudy? Maybe it's not gonna work. What if people say something? What if right. I spend too much time and nothing works out, right? That this is all just reasons to not try. When you know in your heart, if you're looking for the, this right track, this right move, yeah. that's as close as you're ever gonna get. This doesn't like if if you follow like your heart as you know, that's a that's a cheesy thing to say sometimes. That's the truth though. But if you right. follow it, that doesn't guarantee that everything goes your way. And then now mm-hmm. it's gonna be just bam, perfect, right? Being on the right track is like a beautiful thing. 
but that doesn't mean yeah. everything's great. There's so many like hurdles and obstacles, but as long as like, you know in your heart that I'm, every obstacle that comes my way, every piece of you know difficulty or, or success is all part of that, this bigger picture, this thing we call vision, you know what I mean? Like for myself, yeah. I try to work it backwards because like sometimes like when you're in the moment, it's hard to think about like, what I got to do? I want to be a life coach. Or I want to do this. What I got to do? What I got to do? It becomes difficult. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially to get mm -hmm. discouraged. For me, yeah. like I start with vision, which is like picturing this ideal version of myself doing this exact thing that I want to do. What is he up to? How does he yeah. live his life? Is he messing around? How late does he stay up? Does he drink? Does he do that? Who's he hanging out with? How often does he do this? How often does he do that? You know what I mean? What does that ideal version look like? What are his habits? And if I can do those now, what's going to happen? Right. I become that person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No matter yeah. how big like the dream or goal is, like if it's to be like a big motivational speaker in front in front of thousands of people, what does that mm -hmm. guy up to? How often does he reach out to people? How often does he practice? How often is he looking for like smaller gigs and whatnot? Exactly. Pretty damn often, right? If I do that stuff, then the inevitable is going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having yeah. that vision, which is like being on the right track, and then really buying into it and chipping away at it all the time. You right. know what I mean? It's a difficult thing to do, but for me, like that's vision keeps me on that right track. So when things don't go yeah. well, I don't get discouraged. You know what I mean? It helps me figure right. out what I need to do now. Like a minute ago when we started, you said you're more worried about next month and tomorrow and then next year in the future, right? Um, yeah. As we should be. But vision helps you figure out what I need what I need to do today about that tomorrow. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, something's clear. That that's how I see it. Is that work for you that way at all or no? Yeah, yeah. And the and the crazy thing is though. What what what's uh when you say you, you follow the heart right, but in reality, uh, the mind is the most important thing to get right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If your yeah. mind foggy because we get programmed right, and they always say program yourself before you get programmed. Mm -hmm. And literally, the first thing we wake up right. If you think about the the steps where average people. Or everyday people, they wake up. What's the first thing they do? They check social media. You know what I'm saying? They on the phone. They check social media. They check emails. Da da da. Okay, so you're already getting programmed for the day, mm -hmm. right? So you're getting. It can be all, everything that's going on, all this negative shit going on in the world. You're going to see it. So your whole day is going to be that negative shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Not even sub subconsciously thinking about it, but it, honestly, it's really there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um. I'll always, that's my main thing I preach on is program yourself before you, you get programmed. And the mind is foggy because it's so much distractions going on. So for you to really understand your mind and how your mindset is your everything that's going on around yeah. you, bro. And like, you're, if you get your mindset right, your heart right, all the chakras, you know what I'm saying? You get all your chakras in line. Bro. Yeah. Anything is, anything is possible. Yeah. But if, if one thing is off, mind, body, and spirit, right? Mm -hmm. So if your mind if your body's off, your mind and spirit is just there, it's not gonna it's not gonna coordinate. You I don't care what you do, how much you do, it's not gonna be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, you're not gonna get to where you need to go. You're not gonna make you know take that extra step because something is offline. So yeah. you put it bring mind, body, and spirit together, anything is possible. You For know sure. what I'm saying? So yeah, so that you always and this is the one thing I'm focused on the most is my mind, bro. Like that's the meditation, like literally having you know how many people in this world that don't give time to themselves, right? 
Like, and that's that's one thing I coach on is showing people that self-worth and showing people that, bro, you need to fuck everybody, right. you know what I'm saying, and pay attention to yourself because you're missing out on what yourself is telling you. Like, our bodies, bro, it's, it's, like I said, the knowledge that you get when you when you in classes and you learn shit, our body is literally telling you what they're missing. But some we don't have time to listen to our bodies, bro. Like when you got an aching pain on your back, it could be it, it could be so it's not it could be no exercise. It could be something else. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you got something on your back literally holding you down. What is it? So you have to get off of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like learning that stuff of, about having self time, bro, and and literally giving yourself worth and self 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 selfish. You got to be selfish with yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, very, man. And I, I, could, I couldn't, I couldn't on, agree bro. more. I couldn't agree more. I think, yeah. I think, obviously, you know it's beneficial because you do it for yourself, right? Yeah. I think, um, and I'm going to ask you, like, what your opinion on this is also, but obviously, like, it's it's much easier said than done to give yourself that time, right? Not not because of the amount of hours you have in a day. That's, that's the yeah. bullshit excuse. We all have time for mm-hmm. that stuff. It's like, why do we avoid it so much? Like being honest with yourself can be pretty brutal. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. things about yourself that you know are true and you just don't want to deal with them right now. You don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? And so it's like, the question is like, why? Obviously, I think a lot of it's like insecurity. You know what I mean? That's 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 completely normal, you know, and self-esteem and what we all got, yeah. problems, right? But yeah. it's like, how, how do you, especially like as a coach, make that more appealing to somebody? Because I know it's great for me. You know what I mean? Right. You know it's great for you. I've gotten past that uncomfortable portion. Like when I first started, it was like I always wrote, wrote down all the stuff like on my mind. You know what I mean? And like, man, that stuff was hard. It's like I didn't want to look at it when I got done writing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like I know that after I did that, like for a few times, it got easier and like nothing, nothing was holding me down no more. You know what I mean? That weight is like lifted. Yeah. yeah. You realize like all this stuff that's like on my mind about myself is never as big as I think it is. It's just getting it off is the hard part. But that that's a short period, right? And then the rest can be good. It's just how do you get over that okay. hump to do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll ask you, what, what, like, what do you, yeah. how, how do you, how would you encourage somebody to do that stuff, to spend that time by yourself, to write so, down stuff on your mind, you know? So the thing is, right, so we get 24 hours in a day, right? You don't get more than me. I don't get more than you. No fucking excuse, right? right. So most of the time, people are paying attention to other people, mm-hmm. right? Like we, we go through a phase where like, dude, I want to be like this person. You know what I'm saying? I want to be like this person. And so the amount of time that you're looking at trying to be like that person, put that back into you want to be like you, right? So it only takes literally, only takes, and, and this is what I tell, tell my clients, dude, it only takes, give me five minutes, give yourself five minutes of your time, right? Five minutes. I'm not, not I'm not saying go, go out there and meditate for two hours, five, it's just a small step. But they say small hinges open big doors, right? So you take the small steps and take five minutes, five minutes of not even looking at your phone. Get up, look in the mirror. Just look at yourself. You know what I'm saying? Give, uh, this is going to be a good day. You know what I'm saying? Hype yourself up. Hype yourself up. A little five minutes, bro. It's not that hard. It's uh, Anybody can do it, like you said. But it's up to you if you want to do it. Like, I can't hold your hand and walk you up into, hey, you should write your shit down. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. But you're, this is up, this is you. You came into this world. God put you in this world. 
by yourself. So what are you going to do with this time that you have? Because you see, there's people dying left and right, bro. You know what I'm saying? You lost your mom when she was you when she was a, when you was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? That that psychology. I mean, it's like damn, time is not. We don't know when it's time. So put in the time for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Learn yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell a lot of single women, right? They uh, because I coach a lot of single women, mm-hmm. and they and I, I and I get on them like, what's your self worth? Like, how much self love you have, bro? And a lot of them, and it's men too, like insecure. Like we don't, a lot of people don't even love their stuff, but you want to find somebody else to love you, like you want to love yourself. But how can that happen if you don't know what your love feel like? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, pay attention, give yourself that time, man, and it's very important. Like people don't realize how important it is to get to know yourself, get to love yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, and everything else will follow. You know what I'm saying? So five minutes, <laughs> five minutes. You can't give yourself five minutes, but you can give IG hours right. of the scrolling that people lying on. You know what I'm saying? Half of IG is 90% fake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it, it just goes, the body's fake, the money's fake. You know what I'm saying? Just give yourself that time Mm-hmm. of learning you and like five minutes bro that's and i'm that coach right i'm the type of coach where i'm not gonna sugarcoat shit right like, i'm being straight up honest with you like hey is this is what if this is what you want to do this is what you're going to do yeah you know what i'm saying it's all it's all a mindset it's all uh it's all a mindset bro yeah like you get your mindset right you going you can accomplish anything like i said before but i'm not gonna hold your hand right for you to change the way you want to change you know what i'm saying that's just like it's not not going to do it. And that's one thing I don't. Yeah. Huh? Go ahead. One thing I don't do is excuses, right? And that, and my sister is saying, wait, because we came from the motherfucking mud, bro. Like you all said, mud. I I, I, I watched my mom try to commit suicide three times, bro. Like that type of shit. Psychology can mess my head up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I I didn't have a mom my whole. You know the feeling without having a mom, right? You know how is that is that kind of uh you're looking for it's hard you like you're looking for this love, you know what I'm saying, that from other people where your your mom would have gave you. You know what I'm saying? And so having that void in your life, dog, it can it can mess you up. It can mess you up, but look at you. You you found your path and your vision. You didn't let that hold you back. You know what I'm saying? You didn't let that hold you back because your your mindset changes as you get older. But the good thing is, check catch your mindset before it's too late. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think you know you lose more than time by spending you know in those bad places. It's it's the energy that's even worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that energy can just like crush you. I mean if you like spent even a quarter of that like bad energy you use, whether it's scrolling and kind of. Comparing and all that sort of shit. It's like if you use a quarter of that on something that's important to you, something positive for five minutes a day, I mean, that's what makes a difference in your life. That's all it takes. It, it's that small piece. Right. You chip away at it little by little by little. Like everybody wants like this, the, the quick fix. How do I get positive now and confidence now? And how my dream's going to come true now? How am I make 10,000 next month now? Like that's just not realistic. You know what I mean? Like everybody wants these secrets to success. But like the, the problem is, is that right. there is no secrets. And a lot of us live our lives as if there were secrets and we just it's don't know yet. You know what I mean? We have an excuse bro, it's work. about it. It's, it's work. work. 
It takes work. Yeah. There's no like online guru shit that's going to make it easier. It's like having somebody that's been through it themselves talk you through it, help you through it. That, like, that's what this coaching is about. You know what I mean? Like that's what can help. If you if you can't do it on your own, not, obviously not everybody can. Think about like sports in general. You can't do that by yourself. Yeah. You need a coach. You know what I mean? And when you're struggling in your life, whether it's yeah. self-doubt or confidence or something, someone who's been through it, that knows the ropes, they can get you out. They can help prepare you right. for the other areas of your life. You know what I mean? That's where this coach thing comes in. Yeah. Like One thing that's on my mind, you mentioned yeah. it a little ago, it's like, um, you know, when you're looking at online, for most people, it's like you're always out there comparing and looking at somebody else and whatnot. And it's like, there's times in our lives where it's important to look to others, especially when you're young. That's when you mm -hmm. need the examples. And what good examples do is they teach you how to be yourself when you get older one day. Right. Not how to be like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. we all need that, especially in the youth. But even like nowadays when we're lost, trying to figure out what, what career am I going to do? Should I pursue my dream? Should I not? Is it going to be too hard? You know what I mean? Like if you look at people out there trying, doing their best, people that have sacrificed and things have gone well, that's the example that you can look at. Because their chances are they're being themselves. And if you take a chance on yourself, you'll probably be all right. You know what I right. mean? I think we, yeah. that, it's that energy thing again. We spend it on trying to be like other people, and that gets us nowhere yeah. so fast. We get into our own heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that happens that, all that's the time. It, it happens all the time. Whatever level you're at, too. Like you hear about like successful yeah. people struggling with the same damn thing. It, it's not like. Money just makes all that stuff go away and notoriety. You know what I mean? It's like you're still human at the end of the day. You still got to wake up. You still got to deal with family and friends and people and the stuff that's on your mind. You know what I mean? Like I think when it comes to that that money and success thing, like the money thing is obviously going to like lower your stress levels by a bunch because one of the things that stresses out the most is obviously like bills and stuff. Am I going to be all right? Can I eat? You know what I mean? And like money can help lower that stuff by a ton. Then it can open up other opportunities too. I'm not gonna lie there. We, you know what I mean? We need it. And if you want to grow, you got to make it. It's gonna make it's gonna make life easier. It's not gonna make yeah. you happy. It can make life easier. So you can go and find things that are gonna make you happy too. You know what I mean? But you got to earn that. It's all yeah. on at the end of the day. You know what I mean? You get to decide who you surround yourself with, who you talk to, how you talk to yourself, and whatnot. That that happens even when you're successful. You know what I mean? Exactly. Go ahead. Go okay. And the crazy thing about that, bro, is what your success is, right? Because success for this person can be success for this and another different from this person, right? Success for like my success is having time freedom, right? Uh basically when I say time freedom, like freedom with my family where I don't have to be like Damn, I got four more hours, and now I got to go to work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Having having uh, family freedom, financial freedom, so I can give, so I can be able to like, okay, I can go help this person. Out. That's my success, right? So, uh, family freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, where I can travel when I want to. That's that's my success, okay? Uh, I think where a lot of people get mixed up at right is they don't think is your successful. Unless you have materialistic things. You know what I'm saying? That's where, like, oh, I'm not I'm not going to this dude, dude. He don't even get, look at what kind of car he drives. You know what I'm saying? But that person can be like, as I have my freedom of whatever I have, right? It, it don't have to be a big house, big cars. The difference is that he gets, he gets to choose what car he drives. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But we're judging him by his appearance. 
right? We're judging him by what he have, what what his account look like, how many followers he have. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. You're getting judged by, and this dude can probably be the happiest dude on earth and being real. But then you got people on, you know, influencers that have big cars, big cars, big houses. But when you meet these people, they don't have none of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you want to gravitate towards that. So looking at, you know, deep, dig deep and find out what success is for you. You know what I'm saying? And go from there, man. Uh, having millions of followers don't mean you touching millions of people. Right. And that's just like, yeah. You just I know mean, that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, success is like whatever you want it to be, really. You know what I mean? You have, you have like, there's like an overall like, definition, yeah. of course, but like, what it is in your life is going to, like you said, completely different than what it's going to be for me, what it's going to be for you. And if I, if I identify like what success is for me and then think about ways to kind of chip away at it and move towards it every day as often as I can, then I'm going to be successful. I think we have to give ourselves like, we have to give ourselves like chances to feel success because sometimes like if, if, if success in your mind is a million dollars, you're never going to feel that stuff until you have a million dollars, right? So every single day, like, you're going to feel like you're letting yourself down. Right. You got a million dollars every single day, right? The way you feel success is, again, about, like, you have your overall thing that you want, that time. Well, how can I create a little bit of time for myself every day, right? If today I decide I'm going to set aside 10 minutes for myself to write down, whether it's my goals or my dreams, or just that time to kind of reflect. I made time for myself. That's success. Do you see what I mean? So if you can feel success right. often, when it comes in, in bigger forms, you know what I mean? It will not be a surprise. But you have to feel success. And you have to find ways to make yourself feel that every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I, I can't just, when I get 500,000 followers, right. then I'm successful. No, that's bullshit. Like if I can find ways to, you know, <laughs> do what makes me happy, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll chip away and do my thing. And maybe I get a new follower once a day or once a week or whatever it is. There's success right there because I put out what I wanted to put out. Not what's going to get me a million followers. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, again, it's all in your own head. This is like what it comes down to at the end of the day. That, that's why like you can have people that are doing well and then they get like criticized because, oh, now they have money. Now they have this. And then you can easily look at somebody else that like, doesn't have much and, and pinpoint and pick at the reasons why. You know what I mean? It's like this is all just BS that we're coming up with. You know what I mean? It's all about like how you want to see it, what you want to put into it. I mean, we, we can see success. We can, we, we can look at one situation and say two, dif- two different things about it. Like, like losing my mom, for example. You know what I mean? It's like, it sucked. It was awful like when it happened. But like, I think like soccer like saved me in a lot of ways because like all my attention went straight to soccer. Not that I was like looking for an escape. It just naturally happened that way. To like when I I'd play often and my mind was just on playing, I didn't think a lot about like my mom passing away. You know what I mean? Right. And, so right. Like, and it goes also this way in the sense that like, I could use my mom passing away as an excuse to go do drugs and mess around and why not, why nothing's working out. You know what I mean? But like at the end of the day, it's like just because my mom passed away doesn't mean that I got to stop living. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about it for myself. Like if, if I pass away, I don't want anybody, everybody else to just pause their life. It's going to keep on going. Obviously there, there's the mourning and grieving, of course, you know what I mean? People mean something to you, um, but you have to find ways to make life go on for you because that, that person that you love, that you cared about, that you lost, they'd want that too. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mental game, though. Like, we keep going back to. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. What's, your, what's, your, what's your plan here for 21? What's Man, 21 is, uh, 
literally like I've been investing in myself. So like I got into uh, the youth speaker university so okay. I can, you know, say, get, uh, get the, get the knowledge of speaking down. You know what I'm saying? So I can, when I present, like they literally teach you the, the way to speak, how to write a speech, how to, uh, you know, uh, send emails to different schools, how to get, uh, speaking engagement. So I'm learning that right now, but my 2021 goal is by the end of this year is being full time with coaching and uh, speaking. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's like, that's that that's like vision right there, right? If you can look at the end of 21 and what that looks like, that'll tell you what's got to happen now. You know what I mean? Right. That's like part right. of the of it. Have you, have you spoke at all yet? No, I haven't. I haven't spoke at, I spoke at, uh, it was crazy. Cause I, I spoke at, me and my mom was doing uh it's called a mother and son faith walking. Okay. And like we would go to different uh like homeless shelters and, and I speak to the children and she speak to the women. So I, I spoke spoke like that. But uh like literally having where I'm where I'm about to go. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I see a way bigger vision than uh than what's been going on now. But I'm just like getting getting my knowledge right. So when I hit that stage, I'm going running. You know what I'm saying? Full sprint, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exciting, man. I think you're going to like it. I, I got a chance to speak twice now, like to some athletes, you know, and uh-huh. it's a good feeling, you know. It's like, it just feels right, you know what I mean? Like with what you're doing right now, I think you'll find for yourself. If you enjoy talking to people like this, it's going to be like a natural fit. Obviously, it's a, it's a little bit different in the sense of like more eyes are on you, but like even from the few that I did. Right. It, the goal is the same, right? If, if I can talk to you like this and like make eye contact with you and make my point to you, everybody else hears it as well. Mm. You see what I mean? So it's like, what works yeah. for me, and I heard this from like another great speaker, is like, you know, focus on making your points to one person at a time because everybody else is going to hear it and feel it. You know what yeah. I mean? I think we get caught up in, oh, crap, there's like so many people here. Oh, my God, this is scary. I got to talk to every single one. No. Make one point to one. Everybody else hears it, and you move on to the next one because it's like – just making eye contact with one person also lets you keep that thought straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you bounce to the next one. You can make yeah. eye contact with somebody else. You know what I mean? So I forgot where I heard that, but like I, I did it the few times I went and I mean, it's, it helps. It's crazy. So those are little tips and tricks here that, that, that work. Right. Like sometimes what I did is like the speech that I prepared, I do it in the mirror also. I don't know if you've tried that yet, but if you can like, Oh yeah. 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 Cause if you can like look yourself in the eyes and make like a powerful statement and you believe it, Someone's gonna. Be, someone else will believe it too. Exactly. I'll tell you right there. Like when you when you write something down and you go try to speak it into a mirror into your own eyes, you start looking away because it feels weird and awkward. <clears throat> you don't believe that thing that you're writing as much as you think you do. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's yeah. a good way right there to to really get down what means something to you. You know what I mean? If you can yeah. say it, confident, like bam, 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 looking yourself in the eyes, then you're ready to go talk to somebody. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great, man. Listen, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. These episodes usually are like around. 45 minutes, 50 minutes, but like this thing just flew by, didn't it? Yeah, time fly, bro. <laughs> time I know, like, fly. I know, like when you have like conversations that are like um like important and meaningful, it's like I could do these all day long. Exactly. You know I mean? Which again yeah. lets you know that you're probably meant to be doing some coaching, some work right. with some speaking. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Do you ever do you ever plan to make it out to Iowa at all? Or like how often do you Oh uh, yeah, we come out because all our family there, we come out in like June. You know, so I'm not coming out in the winter time, no time soon. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we usually make it out there by June, or July. Actually, July. So I was out there last year in July. 
Yeah. Uh, but it'd be around that time. Uh, well, this year, let me feel like, if you make it out this year, let me know, because I'm in the area, so. Got you, bro. Heck yeah. And then I want you uh, to get on my podcast too, man. So Yeah, I just saw it. Is it out yet? I know I saw a post. For we, it. We're actually uh we're actually doing the first episode tomorrow or today, actually, at 3 30. Okay. But then after that, it's just uh it's just gonna go just just keep going. Uh yeah. but ours is let's go, bro, and all we doing is uh basically, you know, talking about issues as a man. You know what I'm saying? I have issue, you know, issues that we go through, insecurities ego all that you know what i'm saying and uh then i have interviews with uh like just like basically what you're doing but with people yeah. everything is going to be empowering you know what i'm saying just uh, empowering our men you can learn about real estate you can learn about uh you know the, the hustling you know coming from prison federal prison to what they're doing now so we're hitting every single element uh with this podcast man so yeah. when i'm gonna love to have you on there too, so we can talk about you know the same almost the same thing about how you started your yeah podcast. So sure, man. I, so I'll be, other people can get gems for sure, man. You let me yeah, know. Yeah, I'm down. Cool, I got you, yeah. brother. Well, real quick, let's let's wrap up with this. Go ahead and just give out like um your media wherever people can follow you, whether it's a website or rate. Or, okay. or I'll post it anyways with everything that I post for the podcast. Yeah, uh, but go ahead and just shout it out real quick. All right, Instagram is a Cordell underscore. Oh my bad, Coach Cordell underscore twenty seven. On Instagram, uh, Facebook, it's Coach Cordell27. And then uh, the podcast will be Let's Go Bro. Uh, Let's Go Bro podcast. That's on YouTube. And it's going to be on speakers.com. It's probably going to be on more platforms right now. So uh, if you need me for coaching, you can go on my Facebook and set up meetings that way. Uh, like I'm here, I'm here to shine light on what's needed to be shined on. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I appreciate you, man, for having me on this podcast, bro. Of course, man. I appreciate you taking the time. It's always it's always good getting you know like like minded people out there, getting more visions out there, getting more stories. Because I mean, we all have like different visions, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, you have one. Once you can like see something bigger, it's awesome to have conversations like with how other people kind of get there. Because right. our approach is going to be different. That that's just how yeah. that goes. You know what I mean? We both see something, and we have like a plan of attack, right? But how we get there is so completely different. And I think it's worth okay. sharing that stuff because not everybody's going to relate to me. Not everybody's going to relate to you. So exactly. the more conversations you have with people, the, the more the chance is that you're going to reach somebody and help somebody out that's also going through something that one of your guests shares. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yes, so, yeah, I appreciate you doing this, man. I'm looking forward to your podcast. I want to do it. I'm also looking forward to listening to it, too. Oh, yeah. Get ready, bro. You'll be on there, man. It's going to be a nice one, man. I'm, I'm excited about it, dude. I'm excited about it. Good yeah. deal. Well, well, I'm going to stop bothering you, man. This was awesome. Well, we'll talk again soon. We'll get something figured out. And then when you make a town, um, we'll get something going then, too. That sound good? Yes, sir. All right. Cordell, All right, man. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. All right, buddy? All right. Yeah. All right.